Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS. And I'd like to introduce the host of this week's episode. He's the editor of Business West. Here's Joe Bednar. Morning. Uh, Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Business Talk. We have a great show for you today, but first, we have this important message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF equal housing lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we're back. And as promised, we have a great show for you today. Our guest is Nicole Polite, founder and CEO of the MH Group. Happy to have you here on Business Talk, Nicole. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, looking forward to talking about your um, your business and, and a nonprofit you're, you're, you're launching and all this fun stuff. But um, I kind of wanted to go back to the beginning because I've talked to you before. Um, your career path is an interesting one. Um, I, I know before you launched a staffing agency, you had, you, you had told me um, that back in your 20s, you were an MP in the National Guard. You wanted to go into correctional or police work but you eventually found out uh, yourself at Mass Mutual as a financial underwriter. Walk me through all of that. That's an interesting story. So after exiting um, the Army National Guard as a military police officer, you know, I thought at that time the natural progression would be to be either in law, well, in law enforcement as a police officer or a correctional officer. My dad was working at Ludlow at the time. So, of course, I went to my dad and said, you know, can you give me a job, you know, like all kids do with their parents? And he did just that. Um, But after I received the job offer, I was having second thoughts. It was third shift. I didn't want to do that. I was a new mom as well. And I just was just wasn't the career path I thought I wanted to take. And so my mom, you know, complaining to my mom and saying, you know, I don't want to take this job. And she said, why don't you call so-and-so, which is Marie Mason um, at uh, Mass Mutual and ask her if she can get you a job. And I was like, what? You want me to call her? I don't really talk to her like that. I don't know her like that. I was uncomfortable. Granted, I'm 23 years old. I had no clue. That was called networking. But I, I, I got the nerve up and I called her and I said, you know, I'm looking for a job opportunity. I have this job offer here. I don't want to take it. And she said, oh, well, send me your resume. I'm like, great. This networking stuff is cool. So I send over my resume and she takes a look at it and she said something that stuck with me and has still to this, to this day. Uh, she said, uh, you know what? You're not qualified for the position we have open in my department. But what I'll tell you what I'll do, I'll get you the job interview. And at 23, that was the first time someone told me I wasn't qualified, um, but that was good to hear because she was correct. Um, and it really stayed with me. And so I had this interview scheduled with Mass Mutual and I was like, oh my God, I'm interviewing for a job I'm not qualified for. And so what do I do? I study religiously, relently. And then I had the, uh, the interview with Mass Mutual and guess what? They gave me the job. And that led to like a 10 to 11 year career. It completely changed my whole entire life. And what I, my takeaway from that was that someone sat at a table I was not privy to and put my name forth and granted me or gave me the opportunity to have a career that lasted all those years. And so that was like, you know, fuel to my fire, my passion in life. Like I want to go back and be able to do the same thing for other people. 
Um, and then luckily, Mass Mutual had paired me up with Junior Achievement Program, and I was assigned the task of mentoring this young man and teaching him how to interview for jobs. And so this was like a two-day event. To make a long story short, we went through all this career prep, interview prep, and I told him the next day, come and dress for an interview and be ready. We'll do a mock interview, and I'm so excited. The young man comes in the next day with a pair of jeans on. I'll never forget that red baseball cap. <laughs> and the interview. And, you know, I gave him some feedback at the end. I said, you did a very good job. But just next time, you know, you're not really dressed appropriately for an interview, especially with a baseball cap on. And his response, I'll never forget. He said, look, lady, my parents never worked. I don't know what that looks like. And that was like a dagger to my heart because that was his reality. And I said right then, I'm going to go back for people in those situations and see how I can make an impact. So it still grew as a burning desire. Like I'm going to do something to pay for it, what I was given um, by the opportunity of Mass Mutual and to help young people like that young man. And so I came up with this idea, you know what, Nicole, why not start a staffing agency? That will give you the ability to do that. But, you know, I was very afraid, like most people, most entrepreneurs to open up their own business. And so I ended up taking that big leap, giving my notice and starting my staffing agency. And here we are 10 years later. Even before that, didn't you start a, uh, a nonprofit on the side back at Mass Mutual called the ABCs of Interviewing? Yes, you remember that. Yes, it was I, the ABCs of Interviewing. And so what I would do is like a career coach and help people interview. I love interview and I still do. I, I think it's like one of the most enjoyable things you can do. Um, and so I wanted to teach other people how to interview. I think interviewing is more of an art. And I learned that from interviewing for the job at Mass Mutual that I was not qualified for. So how do you combat interviewing for a position you are not qualified for? Well, when you be prepared, uh, you study the organization, you study the job description, you know, you have to really do your due diligence and your homework. And from that experience, I just end up loving interviewing. So, you know, from your own experience, as you said, interviewing for a job that you were not qualified for and, <laughs> and work and working with, you know, young people that also um, maybe, you know, needed a, um, you know, had that very important, um, you know, op you know, interview process, how to present yourself. Um, it seems like um, you kind of crafted a staffing agency that really focuses on both, you know, the, the client employers, but, but also the needs of the people looking for jobs that might not always have all the tools they need. So, so tell me a little bit about how you sort of structured your agency and how it's evolved and what kind of resources you bring to both sides of the table. Absolutely. And so how we structured and how we evolved, well, first I want to start by saying thank you to Business West. Um, I can remember 10 years ago when Elizabeth walked through my office on Main Street and introduced herself and said she works for Business West. And then I got the opportunity to meet all of you great people, um, yourself, Kathleen, George, Melissa, Kate, and you guys really helped me form um, a relationship. And you have been really a part of my journey the whole entire time um, for winning the 40 under 40 award and then the Continual Excellence Award as well. So I just want to say thank you, first of all, for being a part of my journey. But in terms of helping um, employers and employees um, with opportunities that they you know, may not be suited for in terms of an employee, uh, you know, we have workshops. We've done workshops in the past, like how to interview for a job. I do teach my staff and train them that um, when you have someone in front of you, you, you mentor on the spot. And that's from uh, entry level to C-level positions. I say, what does that mean? That means if you have the opportunity to speak to someone and tell them something that they could be doing differently during the interview or how maybe a, a question could be answered in a better way, 
or just giving them some pointers on their resume on how things to highlight and things not to highlight, maybe, um, you know, just to really mentor on the spot. And then in terms of employers, you know, we are, we do a lot of vetting um, up front. And so you're getting an applicant from the MH group that has been highly vetted and has had some of that training as well. You, are there certain um, sectors that you work in or is it kind of a, a wide range? So we're more focused on the nonprofit. That's a huge portion of our business, um, healthcare and insurance, but we do manufacturing as well. Now over, over time, um, I think the original, the first name of the company was the Griffin Staffing Agency and it eventually became Main Hire. Yes. Um, tell me about the Main Hire name, what that meant, and also why you rebranded to the MH Group. Absolutely. So the Main Hire brand um, was Main like a lion, M-A-N-E, uh, and then Hire. And so it was like fierce, empowering women. Um, that was the goal of the name with me and my marketing firm when we came up with it, but it it lost some of its brand and became a little confusing. Hence why our 10th year, we decided to do a, a minor facelift of the name and go by our initials only, which is the MH group. But um, people were confusing the name as main or man hire. Like oh, a, okay. Right. Like a job ready type of um, employment firm. And we're the complete opposite. So about 70% of our jobs are, are direct hire. So we're nothing like a man hire, which people were confusing <laughs> the name with. And so we dropped that and just go by the initials, which is the MH group. You're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking today with uh, Nicole Polite, founder and CEO of the, the MH group. Um, now, I just found this out. You you said you recently formed a nonprofit called the MH Cares Foundation, and that sounds really intriguing. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Absolutely. And so part of our celebration for our 10 years, um, we're also, I'm also launching uh, the MH Cares Foundation. And so being in this line of business for the past 10 years, you know, I've learned a lot in terms of workforce development. Um, and one of the things that were my takeaway and still is, you know, most people in HR and CEOs can understand this a little bit better. You know, you, you post a job position, you have hundreds of applications and out of those applications may be a few that qualify. And you wonder like, why is that? Why do so many people apply positions that they may not be qualified for? You know, sometimes we have people that go through our job board and apply for every single position. And that actually takes time. It's not like you can just select on and apply. You have to go individually into these job orders. And I really started thinking about, like, why would someone take all that time um, to go ahead and apply for several jobs they're not qualified for? And I came up with, it's the audacity of hope, right? We all hope for a different career or to do better within our career, grow within our career. And so I was like, how do I address that? You know, what can we do to help solve that problem or issue? And so I kept pondering and pondering on it. And what kept coming to mind is, you know, the slogan, no child left behind. I started thinking no job seeker left behind, mm. because if you truly have a desire to better your career, uh, we want to be there to meet those needs. And so what we're doing through the MH Care Foundation is that we're matching these job seekers with mentors, with a curriculum that we have created for them to go by to really help that job seeker get to the next level. And so let's say we have that janitor and we see this all the time where that PCA who's, who keeps applying for these positions that they're not qualified. And it could be just a customer service rep or an administrative job. You know, how do they get from that A to that B? 
And it's more than just applying for it. And so we're going to put you with a mentor who can actually mentor you through that process, whether it be helping you with your resume, coaching you on interviewing. Um, and then the second component of that is piecing, like giving you volunteer work within that industry or that field and having you work in there so that you can gain some experience. And so the goal is to make sure that we are meeting job seekers where they're at and bringing them to the next level. It's really a fantastic way to, to, to meet the needs of both, both um, I should say sides, but, but employers and job seekers, because I mean, for employers, it's such a tough time for staffing challenges, recruiting and retention. They want good people and to, have, to be able to have people to come in that have a lot of potential and have been mentored. Um, and then you're on the other side, you're, you're, you're helping people and, and, you know, kind of going back to the, to the person who didn't even know how to dress for an interview that, that you know, they have potential, but they need to just kind of be coached up to, to meet these jobs. So um, it just seems like a great model to, uh, to really meet the needs of both sides. Absolutely. We believe that everyone has the potential to succeed and contribute to society, regardless of their background or their current situation. And so through MH Cares Foundation, we're going to offer them training, education, and some job placement programs. You know, we're aiming to provide individuals with the tools that are necessary to successfully uh, have meaningful employment within our, our community. Definitely. That really means a lot. And it's such a need right now, you know, as we are, have come out of COVID and employers have struggled um, with retaining staff, uh, finding staff, you know, hopefully with through the CARES Foundation, we can help um, regenerate some of our, our workforce and provide them with some additional tools that they need. What, what were the last couple, a few years like for your agency? I mean, wh- how did the pandemic uh, affect what you did? And was that a challenge? You know, the biggest challenge we had to pivot is bringing everything online. Um, And before, you know, we're a more in-person based business. Um, And so quickly being to be able to do everything remotely was our biggest challenge. But, you know, our business grew a lot during COVID. Um, And so just getting different uh, platforms and and resources available to support the business need that was available then um, was like our biggest challenge. But we're able to meet the needs of that. And we've had, you know, significant growth from COVID. And so, you know, as we're all coming out of COVID, we're technically out of it, I guess you would say, you know, we're still seeing and talking to um, applicants who haven't really made that transition. You know, sometimes we call people and they still don't want to go back to work. And we're asking why. And, we, and there are really good substantial reasons behind that. Like some people during COVID started taking care of their elderly parents and are still taking care of their parents. Um, you know, some people have lost their daycare coverage. Um, some people just don't are not job ready in terms of soft skills because after being home for so long, some of those soft skills have faded away. And we want to give them like more of a reminder about them, the things that we take for granted, maybe you and I. Um, other people cannot take those for granted. And so just giving those refreshers, um, you know, we're making sure that now that we are more um, in person, that we're calling people back into interviews, they get used to showing up on time and how that process works when you're dealing with more entry-level positions. And so just trying to meet people at where they're at, but making sure they don't stay where they're at. That's the key. And for, um, um, you know, employers, uh, they've probably a lot of them have kind of adapted to new ways of working. And that's, uh, you know, in addition to the, the workforce challenges they're facing, there's just so much um, uh, transition in, in the way people work and where they work. And so you're probably dealing with a lot of that as well. Well, the, right now the workforce is very competitive. You know, when we're talking to applicants and providing offers from our clients, you know, it's a very competitive market. And the workforce knows 
that it is competitive. And so they're asking for things they've never asked for before. They're pushing back in ways they've never pushed back before. You know, they're really going through benefits, medical benefits with a fine uh, cone to make sure that it's, it's uh, something that is valuable to them and their family structure. And so I'm seeing a lot more negotiations um, due to uh, COVID. And it's, it's very interesting to see how that pans out. But I will say my clients are meeting their needs too. You know, I have Clients have really met the needs of the applicants and employees. Um, they've changed their benefit structures, their PTO time, their flexibility, their hybrid schedules. And so I would say, you know, employees are really trying their best to meet the needs of the workforce as well. So just kind of looking back on 10 years, I mean, this has been a sort of a really unusual past three years, but just kind of looking back at the 10 years in general, how gratifying has it been for you um, to, you know, to, to help client employers who are, or, you know, facing their own challenges, but also helping people find meaningful jobs and careers. I mean, I mean, that's got to be a, a gratifying experience for you personally. It is extremely um, gratifying. For one, to take such a huge risk of, of leaving a very um, uh, a good company with great benefits, great structure, uh, great financial standing, and to launch out into your own business is, you know, uh, you know definitely something uh, to say about that. And then just to still be here for 10 years is very gratifying. You know, recently I attended the Business West 40 on a 40 event, and it was such an emotional day for me because as I looked at hundreds of people in the room, there's so many faces I saw that we had employed. Um, we had connected with an employer, um, and they're still with that employer. And so that's very gratifying to see them all um, to really excel within their field. Uh, we have people that we placed in entry-level positions that are now in management, vice presidents, head of corporate compliance. Like, it's amazing to look back and to see um, people's growth. And it really humbles me to see that they're still in that position with that employer we placed them in. So that really gives us, um, you know, gratifying experience and to know that we placed them in the right position based upon their skill set and what they're looking to do. And, you know, I took a picture recently at the 40 on the 40 event and it was tapped like all three of these people <laughs> we placed with the community foundation. Um, and it really just made my heart happy to see, um, you know, so many different faces that we have employed and to see them all get 40 on a 40 too. There was quite a few of them who were getting 40 <laughs> on a 40. So I'm like, yes, like that is very gratifying. I've had clients that I've had since the day I've opened up, which makes my heart extremely happy. Um, they've grown into family. Um, it's like an amazing experience. It's like a dream sometimes. Like pinch me, I'm dreaming. Like, I didn't think that this dream of mine can grow to where it's at today. That's great. Do you, uh, just to kind of uh, conclude, because our, our, believe it or not, our time's almost over. That went really fast. Um, <laughs> but do, do you have, like, where does uh, the MH group go from here? Uh, is, is there growth ahead? I mean, do you have plans? Do you just want to continue on this track? Absolutely. And so we right now staff anywhere from Massachusetts to Washington, D.C., um, but we do have, you know, the ability to be national. We do have a lot of remote workers that are throughout the country. Um, but our, our goals is to continue on the path we're on and grow um, to be more visual as well. Uh, we're starting to do a lot more community uh, give backs. We're partnering with a lot of local schools to teach job readiness training. Um, so we want to continue on that path, too, because we can reach them at a younger age. And then one day, hopefully, this will be a part of the curriculum that we can make a great impact. You know, because job readiness and career readiness is something that's taught, but not taught the level it should be. And also addressing that everyone goes to college. Then what? Mm. You know, we need to go ahead and be able to reach back and figure out, you know, how do we develop um, young people at a young stage so that we are not 
going behind and doing, you know, the MH Cures Foundation? Like, how do we grab them young enough and, and get them to where they need to be? And that's all the time we have today. Uh, thank you very much, Nicole, for spending a few minutes with me this morning to talk about your business, your nonprofit, and all the important work being done at both. And if I could just do a quick plug-in, we are looking for volunteers who want to be mentors to job seekers. And you can go onto our website, which is www.mhcaresfoundation.org, and you can register to be a volunteer. And we will be doing a kickoff um, event this fall of 2023, and hope to see you all there. We'll, uh, we'll keep up to date on that and uh, appreciate it again. Thanks for all of you for tuning into Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm Joe Bednar, the editor of Business West, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.